We are uh, up to Simon Reishmem Dalit Sif Beis, and we will be doing Sif and Beis and Gimel today. What we learned thus far was that Kablonis, where I hire a non-Jew to, to do a job, I do not specify when he has to do it, and I'm paying him a flat rate for getting the job done. Mi'ikar ad-din, there is no problem of Amir Akum if he does the work on Shabbos. I didn't tell him to do it then. He's not doing it for me. He's doing it at his own convenience for the sake of getting paid. And it's mutter. The problem is that there's a maris ayin. People may think that I hired him to do work on Shabbos itself, which is also because of the Yisra Amira. So we learned that we differentiate between something that is mechubra lakarka, something that is attached to the ground. We consider that always to be parhesia. That people are going to be able to find out that it's mine. Whereas if you're dealing with something that's not Mechubal Akarka and people don't know it belongs to a Yisrael, then Chazal did not make an Isra of Maris Ayin. So now we begin, says the Mechaber, Lif Solho Avonim. I am giving a non-Jew my stones, and he is, is carving them out to be the chiseling away at them, to make them just the right size and shape. Ulatake Nakoris, the same thing going with the cross beams. Even if I bring them into his workshop and he does it, since this is preparing for construction, it's called Sarach Mechuber, and we say that there is an Isra of Marazayim. The Imasukain, and he does, and, and you have to stop him. And if he did it, you shouldn't really be allowing him, you, you shouldn't be using this for your building. Now, so the Mishnah points out, what happens if it's the Jew owns the stones? Um, that's what this case is about. What happens if I go over to a non-Jewish stonemaker and I say, could you please go and prepare me um, X amount of stones? So even though they're being done for me, I don't own them. He's doing his own work. There's no issue there whatsoever. However, the, the Mishnah still says he should not do them near your building because if it's being done next to the construction site, everyone's going to know that it's being done for the Jew, um, and they'll be choshed that the non-Jew was asked to work on Shabbos. So you have to stop him, you have to make a machal. Now this halacha of imasu ken lo yishkin bevinyan, um, we'll see more about a little bit further, and the bir halacha says that, that the lashon of lo yishkin bevinyan is a lachatchila, it's only, uh, it's, it's uh, not really usur, it's the right thing to do and not use it. But we'll get into details soon. Says the Ramah, Haggah. The Yashomrim dim'enum afursim shu shal Yisrael shari. There are those who say that if it is not known that it belongs to a Jew, it is mutter. Now this Ramah really is arguing on the whole Yisod that if something is mechuber, it is automatically considered parhesia. The Ramah is telling us that if people don't know this is Jewish owned, even if you're hiring a non-Jew to do work that is mechubal akarka, so long as you're, playing, you're paying him a flat rate and he does not have to come in on Shabbos, the halachi is it is mutter if no one knows that it's you. Um, th- therefore, um, th- therefore, what, what is the halacha? So in the case of Mechubar Mamesh, says the Mishnabura, it's probably not normal, it's uncommon that people are not going to know who the owner is. Um, in the case of something that is Lutzorach Mechubar that is very common. And you don't have to stop him then. And you don't have to stop him from doing it on Shabbos. Now you certainly can't tell him to do it on Shabbos. Now the, uh, the maskana of the Achronim is to rely on the Ramah by Tzorach Mechubar, but not on Mechubar itself, and with the condition that the Tzorach Mechubar not be done near the construction site. Siv Gimel. Imbanu Yehudi Yisrael Bayes 
If Einam Yehudim built a house for Jews on Shabbos, Be'iser, in a way that they weren't allowed to, the right thing to do is be machmir, the Jews should not go into it. Says the Ramah, where is this? That's only if you didn't tell him not to work on Shabbos. You didn't tell him to work on Shabbos, you didn't tell him not to work on Shabbos. If there was an explicit stipulation that the non-Jew is not going to work on Shabbos, and the non-Jew went against your wishes and against your agreement and did it on Shabbos in order to finish it. So you don't have to worry about it. You could benefit from it. Now, what, what is this halacha? And the Mishnaburah sent us here before. If you paid him by the hour, if he was told he's got to work on Shabbos, the halacha is that it is usur even b'dievet. Now, what's called that it's Asr even B'dievet? So this is really a separate sugi and something very important. Generally speaking, when a non-Jew malach does malacha for a Jew on Shabbos, the Mishnah says that you have to wait ad b'chdei she'ye You have to wait, not, in order not to benefit from Shabbos, from work on Shabbos, you have to wait for the amount of time that it would have taken him to finish it had he not done it on Shabbos. So say you put in a day's work on Shabbos, you have to wait for a whole Sunday because you could have put the day's work in then. In this case, that may not be sufficient. Why is this? So there's a Mishnah that if a non-Jew digs a grave uh, on Shabbos, you don't go bury a Jew in it forever. Forever. A non-Jew dug a grave on Shabbos for a Jew, you don't bury a Jew in there. Why not? So the Rambam sheet is because it's Mechuber. Since it's Malachas Mechuber, it's Mechuber Lakarka. The Halach is that it's called Parhesia, and a Jew should never use it. However, the Ran and many other Rishonim disagree. And they say that the reason it's Asr is because it's a Gnai. It's considered disrespectful to the deceased to go and bury him uh, in something that was made on Shabbos. In a grave that was made on Shabbos. Um, the Nafkamina is, what if you're not dealing with a grave? Malech is Mechuber, not a grave. According to the Rambam, you would not be allowed to use it forever. Not just wait, but you could never use it. And according to the Ran, it's only in the case of a kever, only in the case of a grave that you can't use it, Olamas. Now, um, that's our case here. Our case here was that he went ahead and built a building on Shabbos. And uh, the question is, um, of course you have to wait, but do you have to wait longer than that? Is it that it's also forever? According to the Ran, since it's Mechubra, it's also forever. According to the Ran, uh, it's not going to be Mechubra forever. It's only with regard to Kvura. So, um, Lemaisa, the Mishnaburah over there, says that Bamakam Sorach, you can rely on the Ran. So, I guess that would be the same halacha over here. The Mishnaburah here says, even if you're going to hold that you're not allowed to walk into it, you're not allowed to walk into that building forever, the halacha is that you can sell it. And, uh, and it's going to be mut to them. Now, what happens if you told the non-Jew not to do the work on Shabbos? So the Ramah says, B'dievet, you can walk into the building. Do you have to stop him on Shabbos? So the maskan of the post game is that you do have to, uh, you, you do have to stop him. Uh, the Mishtabur first said you don't, and then he brings the Magan Avram who says that you do, but you don't have to spend money on it. What happens if you didn't make a stipulation? The Mishtabur is medayik that if you forgot to tell him not to work on Shabbos, and he insists on working on Shabbos, you should have to be prepared to pay him not to work on Shabbos. 
Um, that's without a tonight, and he leaves it as a uh, as a tzarachiyah.